Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's time now to go beyond the headlines. And for the next two hours, go where every sports fan wants to go. Behind the scenes and into the practice facilities, locker rooms, coaches' offices, and press boxes to get the info before anyone else. This is the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Hey, you're dang right we're live. You tell them, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, we're live. I'm Kyle. He's James. We're hanging out with you until noon right here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Shout out to everybody on the road listening on 1320 AM. We appreciate you. If you're listening on the free Odyssey app, we appreciate you as well. If you are in the car driving and you're going to have to get out of the car and maybe go into work, hop over to uh, youtube.com slash ESPN 1320 or twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320. We are streaming live there as well. That's where... All the magic happens in the chatty house. If you hear us reference the chatty house, it is the chat from our video streams from ESPN 1320 TV. So really appreciate everybody who is listening, watching. Uh, we thank you greatly on this Wednesday, February 7. Kings Pistons tonight. Trade deadline about 26 hours from now. We'll have plenty on all of that. But let's start here. Brian Windhorst on the Hoop Collective podcast. Mm-hmm. Mentioned Miles Bridges, the forward for the Charlotte Hornets, and has mentioned that there are several teams aiming for his services. There are a bunch of details there with how his contract works because it's a qualifying offer. And so if he's traded, the team acquiring him waives his bird rights. And so Miles Bridges and Rich Paul, his agent, they have the ability to kind of veto any trade and they can just kind of pick where he goes. Um, let me just go here because, uh, uh, frankly, this is not for me a discussion of like, hey, should the Kings do this? They shouldn't. No, this is a big no. I don't get. I I I really like. This is this is uh, sports. This is not you know world politics. This is not the United Nations. This is not anything that is affecting. Um, impacting lives in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's no amount of, for me, there's no amount of winning Miles Bridges could help the Kings do that would make the move okay for me. I am in the same exact boat. There's no way under any circumstance that I would like to see Miles Bridges in a Sacramento Kings jersey. I don't want to cover him. I don't want to have conversations with him. It's again, he pled no contest to uh, some horrific domestic violence charges in Southern California, I believe. Um, And then he's got another court hearing coming up because he likely broke 
the the terms of his parole, of his probation. So, excuse me, his probation. He, he like this is allegedly decided to throw a bunch of billiards balls at th- his former girlfriend or whatever she is with the children in the car, you know, smashing windows and like this is unstable. It's not. He doesn't need to be in the Sacramento Kings jersey. And for me, I don't think he needs to be in the NBA. Like, it doesn't matter. If you can play basketball well, that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. There has to be a certain standard that you have to meet in order to play in the league. Mm -hmm. And to clear up what his his contract thing, if you trade for him right now, Mm -hmm. and and they want stuff for him. Like, they think that, yeah, the Hornets. Even though the Hornets are absolute trash as a franchise right now they're not good at all they're bad ask their head coach yeah they are their head coach was very clear they don't have any talent and this guy's really really talented don't get me wrong no what doubt. he does on a basketball court no he's doubt. talented no doubt but like look this is he shouldn't even be really considered for the league like i, I you you ran other players out who have done things like this who can't get in the, who, who just basically got jettisoned from the league mm-hmm for doing similar things and, and nowhere near as bad. And for me, if you do trade for him, you don't even like it. It's not even a smart move because you don't even have like Larry bird rights to him. Yeah. He has to accept any trade because mm-hmm. he signed for the qualifying offer and he has veto rights over any trade that, that gets brought to them. And that means that when he gets to you, so, so basically if you're willing for a 35 game test drive, to get dragged through the media for for trading for this guy and you don't even have him he it's not even like a long-term thing right like what's the the re, what would be the reason and like that you, and that stain lingers forever you're oh, now yeah. the team that and that like you said it's not like charlotte is going hey we need to uh, the like the rockets with um kevin porter jr yeah it was they were trying to trade him to get like somebody please take him. We do not want him on our team anymore. Well, not only that, but they were trying to get out from underneath his contract. Right. Which is right. what they did. They were able to successfully get out from underneath his contract, mm-hmm. which I don't know why you don't just violate his contract. Just say, look, look, you violated the terms of your contract, you're done. Mm-hmm. Right. You're but the problem it. is that you have to go through a bunch of hoops to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. There is a, a like you have to be proven. It has sure. to he has to be guilty, all these things, and there has to be a clause in his contract. Mm-hmm. Either way, he gets traded to OKC. OKC waves him, takes a big hit for trading for him. Yeah. Then they wave him, send him out, and they got like a pick back, right? Oh yeah, they it got picks with, for that. Yeah. 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 It came with it came with picks. And but. some cash, but there's not enough cash to make up for the eighteen million you just no. basically flushed down the toilet. So that's not what this is, though. The the Hornets, uh, according to Windhorse, are looking for a a starting young player. Yeah. And a first. Yeah. I, I, they're, like I said, they could, they could be attaching multiple firsts to him and being like, Hey, we'll take a sec. And I would be out because I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I can't believe that after the second domestic violence incident came up that he's just back. He's just around. I mean, he just spent a year out of the league. I know a year out of the league and he just came back and he's an effective player. And so naturally teams are going like, Oh, Hey, we could use a miles bridges. Yeah. Like, that's just gross. Like, look, there are teams out there that can do that. But if you are the Sacramento Kings, who you have taken a lot of 
political stance as mm-hmm. a, a stance mm-hmm. as as an organization right like cultural uh issues uh mm-hmm. like all of the issues that like that the kings have very much on the forefront of mm-hmm. you can't be that team you you just can't you can't be the, the one, one that, that acquires says, miles bridges yeah the one that acqui- acquires miles bridges you yeah. can't you can't say this is who we are this is who we are but we also do this. But we could use some athleticism on the wings. But we're also like, oh my God. we're okay with this. And yeah, I totally so. agree with you, man. I, I and and to be to be I, I you know what, this is my fault. I should have said this up top. The Kings weren't like named in this podcast as a team that is is banging the, the Hornets door down to to acquire him. I think they are acutely aware of everything you just mentioned. Well, that they, and they, they also this did get out that the Kings were one of the teams from Matt Moore a couple of weeks ago, right? A couple of weeks ago, yes, yes, yes. And I imagine the the backlash just from the community from Kings fans, yeah, is enough that because <laughs> I wouldn't, I, I <laughs> just based on the reaction I've seen on Twitter today, and the Kings aren't even mentioned, no. <laughs> The reaction I've seen on Kings fans to this Miles Bridges news just coming out from from Windhorst that there are teams calling about him. The reaction I've seen from Kings fans just off the strength of that has been intensely negative. Intensely negative. And if they, oh, I, you'd you'd have full blown boycotts, dude. The Kings are just too tied to the to the community to, to me anyway. If you're in that front office and you're you're looking projected to be on the court, but then there's off the court stuff you have to consider too. Of course. Like that is a hundred percent part of this. Yes. And if you're looking at the entire picture, there's no way you can go, hey, you know what? The Sacramento Kings, as as entrenched in the community as they are, I have not been to all the NBA cities, so I don't know, but it sure seems like it from an outsider's perspective, looking at the rest of the league, that the Kings are entrenched in their community as much or more than any other team in the league. Of course they are. They're the only game in town. Right. Yeah. So so I and again, I've not been to to OKC or Memphis or whatever. I don't so I don't know, but I know the connection that this city has with the team and if they go pull a move like that, mm-hmm. I just can't imagine that there's more benefit than cost. Yeah, I I I, I, I can't I can't get there. I, I don't I don't understand. Well, and look, I I'm hoping that we don't have to go down this path. That 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 I don't think we will. I don't think we will either. Uh we do have a trade. Oh, uh, a minor trade. The Utah Jazz are sending Simone Fontecchio, uh, Fontecchio to the Detroit Pistons for a second-round pick and Kevin Knox. Huh. Kevin Knox, who may or may not be in our projected starting lineup for tonight's game against the Sacramento Kings, <laughs> will not, I repeat, will not play tonight for the Detroit Pistons. He has been traded to the Utah Jazz. Great. Simone Fontecchio. It's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Fontecchio hit a game winner against Golden State. I think it was last year. Mm. The Warriors were up like six with 10 seconds left and lost in regulation. And I'm pretty sure it was Fontecchio that hit the game winner. Yeah. So he's got the clutch gene. He does have the clutch gene. (laughs) He can shoot, right? Like, Sure, man. I'm intrigued. Uh, Sure. Well, the Kings didn't go get him. So Kevin I mean, Knox, Kevin Knox is is a player I'm going to be perpetually interested by. But you shouldn't be. I, no, totally, you totally. Be. It's wrong. Yeah. But every time he gets moved, I'm gonna be like, hey, I like that. I kind of yeah. like that for the Jazz. He's kinda, one of those hey. guys that, like, if someone leaves a door open, he may get blown away. And you're like, you're like, where did Kevin Knox go? 
Oh, man. Someone opened the, the front God, door. And... Yeah, turned the AC on. <laughs> he got blown away. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just when he came out, I was like, dang, Kevin Knox. I, li- I like what he can grow into. And that's the thing is is so much of when, when you like a draft prospect, so much of it is, okay, here's what they are in college, but here's what I, I think they can be in the next 5, 10, 15 years, whatever. I just I looked at Kevin Knox. And I'm like, man, he bulks up a little bit. Can be Always like a, play like a like a stretch five, like a small ball stretch five. Can shoot it a little bit. <sighs> I totally agree. And then he just he's not a good NBA player, man. But I'm gonna believe. I'm gonna believe until what is he? Twenty five. He's young. Twenty six. Uh, something like that. Kevin Knox, a twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. Twenty four. Fellow Leo. Maybe that's what it is. He's August eleventh, baby. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. No, it, it, Kevin Knox is not uh, that good of a player, but. Um, Good for good for the Jazz and Pistons for getting the trade deadline kicked off. Yeah, maybe they are. I mean, we we have a little over twenty four hours. We're we're like twenty five hours and forty seven minutes and thirty seconds. Nice until the NBA dra- uh, trade math. deadline. Good quick math by you. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I, honestly, and we'll talk about this a little more later. I think the Simone Fontecchio for Kevin Knox in a second is kind of the the type of moves we're going to see around the league. And we'll mm. talk about why that is as, as the show goes on. We'll also preview the Kings-Pistons matchup tonight. We have plenty of that. And then, you know, on the way in this morning, on the drive-in, I got really, really excited about the Super Bowl. Oh. But there's one thing I really can't stand about it, and we'll tell you what that is as well. Lock into the insiders. We're here until noon on ESPN 1320, Sacramento Sports Leader. Kings-Pistons tonight. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to The Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen. Sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2. Sacramento Sports Leader. All right, we got Kings Pistons tonight at the Golden One Center. Or, I'm sorry, excuse me, at Golden One Center. There you I'm go. Still, I am I am weaning myself off of the the <laughs> talking Kings Pistons. The the Sacramento Kings are back home after a seven game road trip. It feels like they have not played at Golden One Center in ten years. It's been a while. A seven game road trip is such a long time. Because that's not seven days. No. That's that's minimum two weeks you're gone. Yeah, I think it was 14 days, including the, the two days of travel. That's a long time to be away. Gosh. And the, and the thing is, is with, with the whole travel thing, they're not traveling like you and I travel. No. They're not racing to get to the airport on time, and they're not going through security and then sitting away. Okay, their flight got delayed. They're moving gates. They're doing this. They're doing that. And they're crammed into a, a middle seat. They... Their accommodations are fine, but two weeks of any kind of travel, even the cushiest travel on on the planet, two weeks away from your bed, uh, sounds awful. Yeah, Kyle, and I think the other thing you have to remember is that they're not allowed to fly on game days. Right. So that means if you get done with a game and, you know, while we're back here watching a, a seven o'clock start on the East Coast and it's and we're watching a four o'clock game, mm-hmm. right? 
Well, it's that it's seven o'clock there. They don't get down until nine thirty ten. They they don't get on a plane until eleven thirty twelve. Then they fly to the next city. They get in at two o'clock, two thirty in the morning. Uh, you know, sure, it's a five star hotel, but you're getting in in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and then your whole day is shot. You know, you're you're in a new city, and then you got to pick up and go to the next city. Like, there's a lot that goes into it. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. I mean, still. Yeah, it's really nice, exhausting, and you know you can order room service or whatever you want, but I still think it's it it takes a toll on you. And for people who are part of the travel group who mm-hmm. have to be gone, think of Gary Gerald, Gary Gerald being away for two weeks, and I know he loves it still, mm-hmm. but that's a long time to be away, long time yeah. to be away from the family. Yeah, not playing a violin and crying for anybody here. Yeah, like it's just it's the rigors of of the NBA schedule. Yeah, um, but the Kings are back. At Golden One Center against the worst team in basketball, a team pushing to maybe be the worst team ever. Mm. The Detroit Pistons come in at six and forty-three, and you you ask the the right question. That first game back after a road trip is always tough. You hear it on any NBA broadcast. The team goes away for three plus games. They struggle out the gate in that first home game. You're going to hear, oh, first game, first game back home after a long road trip. It's tough. But the Kings get to play, I, I think, the perfect opponent for this spot. Because this is a team where even if you come out slow like they did in Detroit, you can still win by 30 like they did in Detroit. Yeah, I, I totally agree. What you can't do is you can't come out like you did last time where you gave up 47 points in the first quarter and you look like you didn't know how to play basketball at all. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you wake up. You need to come out with some fire. And this mm-hmm. is a team that's going to be mentioned a lot here in the next 24 hours with the trade deadline. They, We could get to this, to game time, and look down at their bench, and half of their bench could be gone. Yeah. Like, half of their starters could be gone. Like, there could be a massive trade that includes this team. Guys like Bojan Bogdanovich, or, or, who are, like, a bunch of teams around the league would love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alec Burks. Like, these are guys that you know, might fill a role on another team, mm-hmm. we could see a very weird, odd night. And the same could go for the Kings. Like, we could look over the Kings bench, and all of a sudden there's a couple of guys wearing, like, wearing regular clothes or sweats, and you're like, uh-oh, what does that mean? Yeah. Um, we were there for the Corey... Uh, Joseph. Uh, Corey Joseph, when Corey Joseph gets traded, like, in-game. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he, like, starts hugging people. We're like, what is happening? Right. So... Hashtag hug watch tonight. Yeah, hug watch. At G1C. Yeah. So I think it's a really interesting night, but what you can't do is you can't lose focus that this is the worst team in the league. You need wins. You're a good team. You're right in the top of the second tier below four teams that are tied. Mm-hmm. And if you're the Sacramento Kings, this is where you have to buckle down, uh, be an adult, and go out and get a win against a bad team. Yeah, so we always jot down projected starters. Yeah, <laughs> for for the game. So, Cade Cunningham, mm-hmm. who is managing a knee injury and and may or may not be in, he's questionable. He's questionable. You have Jaden Ivy. Yep, former future king. You have it. Well, we had initially jotted down Kevin Knox, but he was traded this morning. He just got traded <laughs> for for Simone Fontecchio. Got yep. traded to Utah, which Simone Fontecchio will not be in Sacramento in time to get clear physical and and yeah. be on the roster for tonight. Yeah, so so Kevin Knox's roster spot is gone. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, who is also questionable, and then uh, Jalen Duran at at the five spot. 
Who do you think fills in for Kevin Knox? I'm going to guess it's Roy Thompson. That would, you, you have to almost. Yeah, I mean, I, he's your young guy that you, you want to see who he becomes and super athletic, uh, super fun to watch. Uh, you know, that's that's kind of where I would go, mm-hmm. but but I don't know. I mean, it this, is the Pistons. Yeah, they are the Pistons. <laughs> uh, like, who knows what Monty Williams is going to do, but um, I think one of the matchups here to watch is, is Jalen Duran versus uh, Demonis Sabonis. I thought that the last time these two played, it was really, really crazy mm-hmm. and good. Uh, Jalen Duran is going to be an absolute beast, and he was a... He was a steal. There's no way he should have fallen into the into the what number thirteen, mm-hmm. number twelve, number thirteen in that draft. He easily could have been a top five pick and probably should have been. Mm-hmm. And if he stays healthy, he's going to be a, a monster. Uh, and then the other guy is Bojan Bogdanovic, who has like historically just taken the Kings to the woodshed. I mean, he he loves playing player. against Kings. He's a an interesting player, and he like for a for a team like Detroit. Why you wouldn't go look to find him a new home, I'm not sure. I mean, we're talking about a guy who in April will be 35. And, you know, like you probably need to to go cash in whatever you can to get to get some first-round picks, whatever it is that you can get for him. But he's a he's a really, really solid player that would help a team like the Kings. I think you have to start a Sar Thompson because I think Thompson and Cade Cunningham are the two pieces on this roster that I think you can legitimately legitimately build around. And, and Jalen Duren. I think Jalen Duren's a good player. Yeah, yeah. But I think if if you're projecting out the Pistons over the next five years, it's Cunningham, f- like, for sure. It is Jalen Duren, for sure. And then I think Asar Thompson is that is that next guy. Yeah, Asar Thompson. And then I think you also, I mean, you do have to look at the possibility that, uh, that um, Jaden Ivey develops. I mean, yeah. He does have a ton of talent. He's just... Like he makes it, a lot of mistakes. It feels like it feels like the maximized version of and, and and he makes a lot of mistakes in part because they've been messing with his minutes. Like it was he he was just straight up not playing for a while. Yeah. And and now he's he's back in the mix and, and playing big minutes for them. But I think the maximized version of Jaden Ivey is probably like a Malik Monk, Jordan Clarkson six man role. Hmm. It's it's very possible. I mean, you would hope that, you know, sort of they were hoping he'd be the better version, which is you know, the next step is like John Morant, mm-hmm. like that that crazy super athlete that can do all kinds of things, like crazy bounce. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have the same movement that those guys do. And, you know, to be honest, it it's really difficult for a young player to develop when he's surrounded by other young players. Yeah. And and, it, and, and other, frankly, bad players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of top tier bad players. <laughs> a, a bunch no of doubt. No guys doubt. with like a ton of athleticism and a ton of talent. Mm-hmm who went in the top end of the draft. I mean, you forget that Cade Cunningham, the first overall pick, uh, Jalen Duren, top 13, uh, Jaden Ivey, uh, top five pick, Killian Hayes, top 10 pick, Azur Thompson, top 10 pick. James Wiseman, top two pick. Top two, and they had Marvin Bagley, which they already traded, uh, who was another top two pick. Mm-hmm. So this team does have a lot of, of those types of players that you just kind of sit back and you're like, how much talent, how much, I guess, lottery talent do you think you need and the answer is less is is usually better two three yeah if you can build around that yeah that's fine but we've seen the kings do it multiple times it's just super super difficult yeah to like hit on every single pick but also if guys don't have defined roles like keegan murray has had in sacramento where they in year one his defined role is this and year two they're expanding his role 
but he's surrounded by veterans. He's surrounded by guys who know how to play the game, a bunch of high basketball EQ players. He knows what his role is. Most of these guys, they have no idea what their role is still. And they if they don't figure it out by like year three, year four, then you're kind of lost in the league. That's why I think what you said up top, where they could be a team that's super active here coming up to the trade deadline, which is tomorrow at noon. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a team where if you're if if you're in their front office, you're identifying, okay, this player is somebody who will be on the team in five years, so is this guy and this guy. Everybody else can get jettisoned. That's because the way you have to live. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. You can't just keep toying around. At some point, you have to commit. And uh, I don't, I don't know if they're going to do that this year. Maybe they do it in the off season, but yeah, you just can't move forward with throwing uh, old lottery picks. Not old lottery picks, but teams the lottery picks that didn't work out, throwing them on the court, and being like, maybe it'll work for us. Well, that and Kyle, the other thing you can't do is you're too early to start adding veterans like Bojan Bogdanovich or Alex exactly. Burks or Joe mm-hmm. Harris or Danilo Gallinari, which is hiding on this team. You're too Just early weird. in the process to actually do that. Yeah, yeah. So the Rockets, I think, did it right. You let your young guys play for a couple of years, you figure out the ones you want to keep, and then you add Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks, and you try and make some kind of playoff push mm-hmm. and start establishing that culture of winning. So uh, we'll see what Detroit looks like after the trade deadline. We'll see what Detroit looks like next year, and we will see what they look like tonight. Keys to a Kings victory. We'll have that for you coming up in a bit on ESPN 1320 Sacramento Sports Leader. You're listening to The Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen, sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2, Sacramento's sports leader. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, back to the Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. Something weird happened in the association last night. Mm. Not something weird. Nothing, nothing weird necessarily happened. And by the way, when there is trade news, we will have it for you. Yeah. Right here on ESPN 1320. That doesn't just go for the insiders with, with myself and James. 
But that also goes for D'Lo and Kenny, which is coming up at noon. They will hang out with you from noon to four. What? I love it. You never make a mistake there. D'Lo and Kenny, dog. D'Lo and Kenny. (laughs) No KC. No KC during, during Super Bowl week. We'll talk about the Super Bowl as well. But we'll have any trade news that comes down. We will have it for you here, breaking it all down. Uh, with uh, Kings Insider James Ham, of course, subscribe to the Kings Beat at thekingsbeat.com. You can also subscribe to the Kings Beat podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Um, in the NBA last night, mm-hmm. the Thunder lost. Yep, and the Timberwolves lost. That's not that weird. Nope, teams lose. But what that did was the following: <laughs> it put the Los Angeles Clippers. Oklahoma City Thunder, Minnesota Timberwolves, and Denver Nuggets into a four-way tie for first place in the West. Yeah. Technically. The Clippers are the number one seed. They're 34 and 15, which gives them a 694 winning percentage. So they are technically the number one seed. But then OKC, Minnesota, and Denver are all 35 and 16. That's crazy. Kyle, it's crazy, and it also makes you wonder why you have to announce all-star starter so early when a team is the number one seed and you decide to give them two uh, all-star representatives because they're the number one team. And and then a couple of days later, they just happen to be the number three seed. Um, I'm not saying that Minnesota is bad or anything, and but like it's a flawed no. idea. The premise is flawed. It's not. It's not that Minnesota is bad. Minnesota. I, I actually think I was. I was wrong on them. They are way better than I thought they would be. Yeah. But the whole premise of well, Carl Anthony Towns gets in over Demonis Sabonis because I mean they're the one seed. They 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 deserve to have two. Yeah. What if they're the four seed? That's <laughs> a possible. They could by the All Star game in what is that a week and a half. Yep. By the All-Star game, they could be the number four seed. Yeah. Rolling in with, with with two All-Stars under the 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 reasoning of, well, they're the top seed in the West. And their coach is coaching the All-Star game. Again, I I know you got to have people. I think Chris make, Finch is great. Yeah, they've got to make big Chris Finch travel guy. arrangements and stuff like that. I get it, but it just seems like he kind of they, like they, went a little early on this one. I don't want to dive into the whole All-Star snub thing. We yep. all know we're all there. Yep. <laughs> Just make it make it fifteen player roster. Mm. Expand the roster. That's it. That's the solution. Or if you don't want to go to fifteen, which is the size of an NBA roster, go to fourteen. Okay. Do more. For, it just. I don't think that cheapens it at all because you're already getting injury replacements and stuff. You're already probably getting about. 14 or 15 guys who are all-stars every year anyway, mm-hmm. it opens the door to allow you when, I, I, I don't know, when Chris Paul says that he's going to hang him up, this is his final year, and you want to do a Chris Paul little farewell tour, and he's playing six minutes a night for the Magic, and you want to get him into the all-star game, that way you're not like necessarily... Sna- it just makes all the sense. That's yep. all. That's all. Because like you said, they have to announce him early. they got to make travel arrangements and this and that. But... <laughs> it's just no Minnesota. They get two. Well, obviously, Cat gets in over Domas because they're the one seed, and the Kings are just the five. So, Carl Anthony Towns gets in. I well, I, I have a solution. <laughs> now they're number three by way of tiebreaker. I have a solution. You sure. do a fifteen man roster, okay, and you don't do an injury replacement unless two players are out. There you go. Look at us solving the world's problems. There it is. 
If you lose two, then you can refill the roster with the two. Yeah. If not, you got to lose two in order to to break back in. Yeah. Because you can you can play with thirteen. I mean, they're already playing with twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I I feel like like this is something where like I, we don't need to get into the snub, uh, but no. Yeah. It, it just it just feels weird that a team that again you want to celebrate like oh they're the number one seed and now they're not the number one seed and we haven't even got to the game yet. Is there how many games are there till the break? The Kings have like five or six. The Kings that they could the, the yeah theoretically, the Kings could be ahead of the Timberwolves by the All Star break. Hey, yeah, uh, Valentine's Day. So look five, at, they have five games. Look at the standings. If all of those teams lose five straight, and the Kings, the Kings could be tied for first in the West if everyone <laughs> with no All Stars and with no All Stars. Hey, we're <laughs> tied for first in the West. Either way, that's why when a team is fifth. <sighs> Now the Kings are tied for fifth in the West. Yeah, but boy, okay, that's the other aspect of this. Yeah. So let's get out of the top four for a second. Yep. You have the Kings at number five, uh, a game up. Well, tied with the Suns uh, with a uh, they've played two more games, so they're a game up in the win and loss column. Or no, I'm sorry, they're a game up in the loss column, game back in the win column. Mm-hmm. So they have a better winning percentage. So they're five. The Nugget, uh, the Suns are six, and then there's the Pelicans. A half game back, yep. a game back in the lost column of the Kings at the number seven seed. It's really interesting. There's a a four team block at the top and mm-hmm. a three team block that's the next group, mm-hmm. and then there's separation. Yeah, and then there's and then there's the eight, nine, ten, which is Dallas, the Lakers, Utah, and the Warriors are eleven, mm. and then the Rockets are twelve. If you want to throw them in, and that's the next. I think all of those teams. Save for maybe Houston. So let's do Dallas, LA, Utah, and Golden State. Mm-hmm. And even Utah, I don't fully believe in, but they do a they do a nice job up there. They did get Kevin Knox. They did just get Kevin Knox. You're right. Um, Game changer. But but then you get Dallas. You get Dallas, LA, Golden State, Utah. Where I mean, any of them could be the eight through eleven. Mm-hmm. Any of those teams missing the play in tournament wouldn't surprise me at all. Any no. any of those teams making the play in tournament and winning and going on to play in the first round of the playoffs wouldn't shock me at all. It's funny. There's that really clear kind of three layer delineation. Yes, it is very odd. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna guess that the Kings are gonna they're gonna be in that that middle group for a while, mm-hmm. but pushing to try to get to into that upper group. They're, this All of these games around the All-Star break yeah. are really difficult. You play Denver three times. You play OKC again. Uh, I think you have a game against the Clippers. But then there is another stretch of games where, man, you got a, a homestand you could win. Yeah, like there, There's definitely some winnable uh, stretches here. Between now and March 1st, that includes the All-Star break. The Kings play, what is that, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games between yep. now and March 1st. In that stretch, just to to drive your point home, they have Denver, at Oklahoma City, at Phoenix, at Denver, at the Clippers, home Miami, at Denver, at Minnesota. Yeah, that's tough. That's what, eight of the ten? Yeah, so the Spurs and then the, the Bulls and the Pistons oh, are the, the Pistons, yeah, so the seven group. of the ten. yeah. But then again, you get to that Bulls game on March fourth. You got Bulls, you got mm-hmm. Lakers, you got Spurs, you got Rockets who aren't yep. playing as well. The Bucks are a really good team, but the Lakers again. Mm-hmm. The Knicks are okay, the Knicks but are, the Knicks are good, man. The, the Knicks can play. They are, but like whether they're healthy or not, we'll see. And then you've got the Grizzlies, 
And, you know, we know what's happening there. We've got Toronto, which Toronto could look much worse. We've got the Wizards. You got a game in Orlando. Like, there are are a lot of winnable games in that stretch. So, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 games there where I could see them easily go 7 and 4, maybe 8 and 3. Hey, that's how it's, it's the season is a game of runs, man. Yeah. And as long as you don't, uh, you don't go one in five on a stretch or, or just completely fall apart and go zero and five on a stretch here. I think that they've, they've got a really good shot on December 30th, the Knicks, I'm sorry, I'm hung up on the Knicks now. Yeah. On December 30th, the Knicks got blown out by the Pacers, 140 to 126 that dropped them to 17 and 15 on the year. Okay. Two games over. On February 6th, they are now 33 and 18. Oh. They've gone 16 and 3. Well, that's pretty good. That's crazy. The same with the Cavs. The I mean, the Cavs, Cavs are smoking hot right yeah, now. Yeah, I think the Cavs are 14 and 1 or or 13 and 1 over the last 14. Yeah, they they've They're, been yeah. really really They're good. Yeah. So no, and I think I think that's where if the Kings are going to get up into that. So there's the three tiers of the West, right? There's that top tier, which is all tied for for first and second place right now, and then there's the the next tier down, which is that Kings, Suns, Pelicans tier that we talked about, and then there's mm-hmm. the the guys battling for the play. If the Kings want to get up into that into that first tier, I think a this is where we're going to find out if they're even capable of it. Yeah. Because if you go Denver, OKC, Phoenix, Denver, and you go like one and three in those games, just kind of like, well, just a little bit behind. You're going to be behind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you could easily track down Denver. Denver said, you gotta, <laughs> like you sweep Denver. Okay. Yeah, right. And that's, so that's the flip side of this. Yeah. That's why I think they can really make some hay because if you, if you go Denver, OKC, Phoenix, Denver, and you go three and one instead and beat Denver twice. Yeah. And then maybe go into OKC and beat them. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you're going. All right. Hey, here are the Kings. They're now. That'd be two games. So they'd be twelve games over. Yeah. They'd be twelve games over. They'd be a couple games back of of ten. Right. Well, you're forgetting Detroit tonight. So if they beat Detroit, that would put them at ten. So if they go, no, you're right. If they go three and one, that'd put them in twelve. Okay. That's yep. what I thought. I had the math right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Shout out to me for getting the math right. Uh, yeah, so this is a, this is just a, a huge stretch for them, but I think if they're going to really, really, that to me would be a sign. Okay. This is a very, this is a team capable of hanging with any team in a playoff series. So, you know, fingers crossed, right? I don't, I'm not calling them championship contenders, but you just feel better about them than you had at any point this year. Yep. If they go three and one in that stretch, right? But we'll, we'll call it four and one because we'll we'll call the Pistons to a, a win. So if you go four and one in that stretch, I still think you'd need one of those Knicks or Cavs type of runs, where you you go over fifteen games, you go twelve and three, okay, or something like that, where you really establish yourself, you really separate from everybody behind you, everybody around you. And you go make that significant run to try and get into the the top like two or three seeds in the West. Um, yeah, I, I mean, because they haven't really had that yet. Yeah, the big run that just sustained. Where they have fifteen a, game stretch where they just kick ass. Well, I mean, you could be in it right now. You just don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, the the Kings have they've, they've played won extremely well. Six of eight. 
Six of eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you need to, I mean, you need to string it together, but that would be really difficult. Yeah. But yeah. if they, okay, but that's just because that's a of great the stretch point. ahead. Just because so if of they the win ahead. this one, they'll be seven of nine. And then if they go three and one and the four after that, they're at 10 of 14. Okay. With a bunch of, with a bunch of wins against the Denver, OKC, Phoenix, Denver's of the world. It's an important stretch, man. I know everybody's been saying it, but just seeing it now within the scope of what the conference looks like. And then there's the Clippers on, on February 25th. Yeah. Two days after, uh, or I'm sorry, two days after the, the All-Star break ends. Well, I mean, just looking at the Kings' strength of schedule for the remainder of the season is a 525 win percentage. It's the fourth most difficult strength of schedule in the league. Man. Yeah, that's not easy. And, and after tonight, it's going to get even worse. At, once you get past Detroit, that's mm-hmm. probably they'll have the the toughest strength of schedule, I'm going to guess, yeah. remaining in the game. The Kings only have 33 games left. Mm-hmm. It's so wild, man. And I think I think that's why, I think that's also a little bit of where some of the frustration has come with this team this year, is how many games that there have been there for them to win, or how many winnable games they've just not been competitive in. Yeah. Because, man, if you even, I'm just going to go back to, if you win that game against Golden State where Clay hit the game winner. Okay. You win that one. You split one of the ones in Houston where they just got smoked twice. Or the Hornets or the Piss uh, the the Blazers. That was stretch. that's later in the season. Yep. You had a couple more that I mean there are so many games on this schedule where you look and go they either could have won that game or they didn't try in a game where they were the like the far superior team. Yeah. Blazers, Hornets, things of that nature. So that's, I think, where a lot of the frustration comes in for for me this year. Is like, yeah, they're good. They're in the five seed. They're about where they were last year. Mm -hmm. You see improvements from these guys. These guys maybe, uh, you know, Fox has been up and down lately, but Domas has really taken a a leap, and you see the the steps forward from Keegan Murray, and okay, that's all great, but man, there is... There is a really easy path to the Kings being like 15 over right now. Yeah. And when you look at the rest of the West, it's like that's that's a tough pill to swallow. So so Kyle, I guess the the next logical question is where do, who would you rather play? Like if if you're the, right now you're this mm. the fifth seed if, as it, the Kings are the fifth seed, right? You don't want to play Denver in the first round. Uh, just for my money, you don't want to play Denver in the first round. Right. You want I want no smoke with Denver. I think Denver is a team that they're 35 and 16 right now. But Jokic has missed a couple of games. Jamal Murray's missed some time. They just they have the vibe of a team that is going to look dramatically different in April and May and June than they do right now. Well, that and, and that's I, scary. I would also point to like people are oh, it's a good matchup. You know, you've played well against Denver. I would just point to what they did last year in the playoffs where they went 4-1-4-2-4-0-4-1. So they went 16-4 and in the postseason. They ran over everyone. Yeah. It wasn't even really all that close. And so that's where you're like, hey, you should probably try your best to avoid that team. But I'm okay with OKC. Like if there was one team I'd want to play – in this grouping, I'd probably circle OKC because I think mm. you kind of have their number. Um, I don't want the the Clippers matchup. That's that's to me a, a really tough one. I want, yeah. I, although 
the Clippers thing is interesting because you don't want the matchup in a vacuum for sure. I don't disagree. Yeah. But what does James Harden look like in the postseason? Do Kawhi and Paul George withstand the rigors of a seven game series? I think those are questions that, I mean, we can't answer until we get there. And do they even make it to that? I mean, that's <laughs> sure. that's always a question. Like, sure. what does Kawhi Leonard look like in game, you know, 84 mm-hmm. after not playing even 60 for most yeah. of the last five years? Yeah. So that would be my one thing with the Clippers. Like I said, if I'm choosing matchups, I'm not necessarily choosing them. But if the Kings get matched up against them, I think those are those are legitimate questions for, for L.A. Okay. Going in. I'm kind of okay with Minnesota too. Minnesota has a long athletic players, um, but the Kings have, you know, they split the season series. I know Ant-Man is, is become like the NBA, like darling this season, mm-hmm. uh, even with a couple of weird missteps, um, like off the court missteps, mm-hmm. but um, he is becoming like the media darling. And just for like sake of argument, like, you know, he's like a surefire all-star, right? Mm-hmm. You know his his stats aren't as good as De'Aaron Fox's. No, yeah, I, I, they're just not. So I mean, he's no, averaging... when you when you watch him, the idea of Anthony Edwards is still better than actual Anthony Edwards at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and look, he's going to be phenomenal, mm-hmm. and he'll probably lead the league in scoring once or twice in his career, or at least mm-hmm. give it a really good shot. Mm-hmm. But we're we're really, I mean, he's he's not there yet. But they, he's already been anointed. Well, yeah, you see the ascension, and then you see the the. It's happened a couple times this year, but the game against against the Warriors where Draymond's chirping at him, and he's like, "What are you going to do?" And then Anthony Edwards comes down and scores like twelve points in a row and puts him away. Well, that's what I'm. It's like do. those kind of viral moments. Yeah, are and then you talk about his press conferences and the juxtaposition between him and then De'Aaron Fox being like, "I don't even care about being an All Star." Yeah. And then Anthony Edwards, who went last year as an injury replacement, going, I don't count this. This doesn't count. Mm. I want to be an actual all-star. Like, those are the differences in, I, I, I think, being a media darling and being a really good player who maybe doesn't get propped up as much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see, like, where this thing all ends up in, in a couple of years. I mean, yeah. especially, like, Fox is now, like, one of the league leaders in steals. He's, he's up to 1.8 steals per game. Mm-hmm. Like, you're seeing him go, okay, wait. If I'm going to get skipped over, I need to actually, like, we need to win games and I need to put my stamp on games in in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I I don't know. I I would still like Minnesota. They haven't, they haven't been there. Um, You know, like they lost 4-1 last season and in the postseason, uh, the Kings gave it a much better run. Like the experience level really isn't there for them. Mm -hmm. So I'm intrigued as far as a matchup. Um, I don't, again, I don't want, yeah, if you had to play the Clippers, you had to play the Clippers, but I don't think I want any part of the Clippers just because mm-hmm. uh, they're playing really well. I don't know that I want any part of the Phoenix Suns just because I... I, You know, go ahead. Finish I, your thought. I, I don't like it. I, I'm just going to say it now. I know that that's not going to be officiated evenly. Mm, that's it's a good just, point. It's just not. No, that's a good it's point. not going to get officiated equally. Mm-hmm. And so that opens a door for a team that might not be as good as you, but has bigger stars mm-hmm. to actually beat you. Yeah. And I, that's a problem. Yeah. I think, I think that's probably, that's probably right. On the other hand, Phoenix is not deep. Like the Kings top to bottom are better. Yeah. And you talk about injury stuff with the Clippers are the Suns going to have all three of their dudes. 
in mid-April? No, that it's a it's a great question, and you know Bradley Bill's up to twenty seven games. He's he's on a list of like six players who have already been eliminated from postseason awards. Marcus Smart, uh, Bradley Beal, uh, Joel Embiid, I think it's right there. Um, Kyrie Irving is already on the list. Like, there's a bunch of dudes who are already not eligible for postseason awards because they've already missed more than seventeen games. Man, that. It's wild. Dang. But, I mean, look, I think the other thing is a 35-year-old Kevin Durant, it has to play 37 minutes a night right now for them to have a shot to win. And he's played 44 games. Booker's played 42. Like, these guys are, in order for them to win, they're going to have to play major, major, major minutes all the way down the stretch. They're relying on a guy like Eric Gordon to play 30 Dude. minutes a night, man. I've never seen somebody who's a good three-point shooter miss so many threes. He doesn't against the Kings, so <laughs> I cannot remember the last time. I'm, I know it's happened, but in my in my anecdotally in my head canon, I've never seen Eric Gordon hit a three. Wow! It just I I swear every time he lines up from thirty eight or however he never shoots a normal three too. Yeah. It's always above the break, six feet behind the line. Like bro, <laughs> take a step forward. Anyway, anyways, Eric Gordon. The good news for the Kings is they probably aren't going to have to play the Pelicans. Yeah. For the Kings to play the Pelicans, they would probably have to be the 4-5 res- respectively, and I just don't think two teams in that top four are dropping out. It's possible for the Kings to go 3-6 and, and play the Pelicans, uh, but if you're the Kings, like... Who would you rather play? Here we go. New Orleans or Denver? In the, uh, in the first round. <sighs> Neither. Like, <laughs> I, like, in all... I, I mean... I'm it, taking... I, in I'm this probably one, taking Denver. I'm taking... I, I, I get why. I'm taking New Orleans still. Okay. I just, I, I, but I'm really, really big on Denver. And maybe it just is a better matchup for the Kings. But I guess so you're taking, um, this is going to be New Orleans or Minnesota? Minnesota. New Orleans or OKC? OKC. New Orleans or the Clippers? Uh, toss up, but <laughs> I'd probably rather play New Orleans, even though. You have had a couple of games last year where you beat the the Clippers. Mm-hmm. The Clippers are just like they don't They're just have long and right athletic now, guys. They have long and athletic superstars, killers. Yeah, yeah. Who who have done you know who have done damage for years and years in mm-hmm. Kawhi and Paul George. And, yeah, um, yeah. I, I think that that would be a problem. Like and I, I guess I'd rather face his sons. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I I would rather face the Suns than than most of those teams. Um, you know, because you're right, they have no depth, and, and like their stars are having to play major, major minutes. At, mm-hmm. And even like some of their role players, Eric Gordon's 35 years old playing 30 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. What's that going to look like in the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, I, and it's not like he can stop anybody on the Kings. Right. So, yeah, that, I, I'm, I'm a big scoreboard watcher guy. I will look at the standings every day. Yeah. And I, I just <laughs> think it's so fun. I think it's so fascinating. Um, but the good news for the Kings is I don't think they're going to wind up playing the Pelicans. The Kings would really have to go some, or the Pelicans would really have to go some to make that happen, Well, where I mean, it is a 4-5 or a 3-6. They also, at this point, they have uh, 25 hours, 3 minutes, and almost 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds to, <laughs> to make a move that would let you match up better against the Pel- Pelicans and the Clippers. And that's why we bring these teams up. You don't have the players to match up against those teams. And even you can throw Minnesota in that. 
you like there's a lot of players you can throw there are a lot of teams you can throw in that that do you have the the group that can match up and i don't know the answer to that well i I do know the answer as of right now you don't you got you know 25 hours and and three minutes and two seconds to do something all of the reporting around the deadline would indicate that there's not a lot happening around the deadline let's talk about what that means for the kings let's talk about what that means for the west and I'm going to the Kings game tonight, and there's something that I've never seen at a Kings game that I would like to see tonight. We'll tell you what it is next on ESPN 1320. You're listening to The Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen, sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2, Sacramento's sports leader. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 